Hello and welcome back to the Fit in Your Face podcast. And in this week's episode, we're going to talk about managing injuries. As always, I'm joined by Adam Kent. How Hello. are we doing, Adam? You all right, mate? Yeah, all good, mate. How are you? Are you good? I'm good, thank you, mate. So, Adam, um, over the last few weeks, we mm-hmm. talked about training programs yep. and having a training focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did a really good piece on like, the motivation to train and where that oh, comes you. from. And what I want to talk about now is sometimes in that little journey, if you've got a good training goal, yep. you've, um, you, you know, you're motivated to train, you've got like things coming up that you really want to focus on, mm-hmm. then you get injured. There's a little yep. niggle that comes in and that just takes you <laughs> off your flow. Yep. And I want to talk about um, the type of injuries you get and how to get over that and you know just relate to some of our experiences with being injuries mm. put a positive spin on it and just say and just tell people that injuries are normal they do happen yeah, yeah, yeah. and how to get over it so i thought this would be a good conversation to have and i'm going to start up with saying there's like three types of injuries there's like an impact injuries yep. impact slash collision injury mm-hmm. that could be same horrific like a car crash that could be a rugby tackle that could be falling down the stairs yep. stuff like that, accidents they just happen but it might lead to a broken bone or something or something like that that might need to be recovered but that's an impact injury yeah we're going to ent- do you then get mechanical injuries and overload injuries like an overload yeah. stress injury so mechanical is let's just say the way you move uh-huh. so if you sit in a certain way your body's performing in a certain way all the time that, that's how you're mechanically yeah. moving that causes stress somewhere then causes an injury and uh I see it all the time, probably the same as you. I see that all the time. Mostly lower back injuries, you see it. Yeah, most. people like um, sitting down pro- improperly, you know, lots of, you know, tight yeah. hamstrings, tight hip flexors just from office work, you know. Yeah, exactly. And that's like a mechanical thing that's happened mm-hmm. and that's caused a strain, that's caused an injury. And then you get kind of like an overload stress injury. So that could be yeah. uh, you're Core sprinting lifting. and your hamstring goes, yeah. you're, you're lifting and something clicks. That's yeah. <laughs> <Something laughs> meant to click. You're, uh, yeah, you're jumping and you land wrong. You know, so that's like a overload tension um, stress injury. So mechanical, so we can leave collision because that's just part of life that happens. Yep. But we're going to talk about mechanical and overload and give some people advice around it. Cool. So I think, um, and before I go into that, you also get training injuries and life injuries. Yeah, so yeah. life injuries is... A mechanical injury so if you're someone that doesn't go to the gym you don't do fitness mm-hmm. you are still likely probably more likely to pick up a niggle and be injured yeah yeah um just as much as someone who trains and those type of injuries they might not feel like initially painful mm. but they might make you feel old and creaky and like your body's not moving right and sometimes when i've had clients that um, have lost their way in the gym they come back and they're like I feel weak yeah. I feel my body feels tired that's that's an injury that's when you want to admit well. yeah that just you know if you're saying like, I feel weak I feel tired my body feels unfit that's an injury mm. whether you want to admit it or not you know so we're not going to focus too much on people that just have these life injuries because the answer is always training the answer is always fitness whatever that looks like if that's yeah. just steps if that's cycling if that's moving in the gym or yeah but taking after- a more proactive stance on it yeah, looking after yourself is always the answer. Yeah. <laughs> and dedicating some Doing sort of time about to it. manage. Yeah, and I think um, you must feel the same, mate. If mm. you've taken any time away from training, yeah, um, like you're, like you're, oh, the I gym's hate it, open. Mate. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, and it, it's one of those things that I, you know, I know you said like because we're going to try and be as upbeat and positive about <laughs> about this subject, 
But you know, on a very quick note, it is it is very defeating. You know, once you get injured, it's very hard not to get into a negative mindset about things because yeah. you, you can be a little bit like, "Woe is me! Why is this happening to me?" sort of thing. Um, yeah. But you know, we we speak about this a lot about sort of the test of character and about actually using it as a learning curve and looking to build on weaknesses because a lot of these injuries happen from or stem from something like that. It's like you know uh there's a weakness in the body some sort of like imbalance or something like that something that's very an underlining issue and suddenly obviously that reaches to the surface and causes some sort of injury enough to put you back uh in your sort of yeah. training uh program and I think a, oh yeah so yeah, so, yeah i was gonna say i think you worded it perfectly there mm. you know an underlining issue that's just come to the surface and that happens mm. um so what I want to talk, to, what I wanted to ask you is like, uh, you know, because we both had injuries, and I think you've yeah. had a collision of had all those most, injuries. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably the most <laughs> injured person here. <laughs> so, so like impact, you've had that from boxing and rugby, mechanical. Yeah. Oh, I've had you all had sorts of knee, things. You had a knee ago before, and then overload yeah. um, from a back issue you've used to have. So, the mm. so, what do you do? So you you come up with niggle. I think the first thing we have to say to put our umbrella up and cover ourselves, you seek medical advice. Yeah. You find out what it is. Yeah, and always go seek a professional in that area, a doctor yeah. or a physiotherapist. Um, one, one thing that I, I'll get in consultation sometimes is you'll sit down with somebody and they'll say, like, I'll have this or I'll have that. And they go, oh, has anyone ever diagnosed it? Has anyone, have you ever seeked professional advice about this? And, and say, yeah, Google. <laughs> yeah, and everyone will be like, no, not really. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. And then you just be like, okay, well, I have to try and keep an eye on it. But, um, you know, and through experience as well, you you probably hazard a guess and go, I think I know what that is and I'll be able to work around it. But, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit of a, you know, to the, to the trainer listening out there, never diagnose anything, never never yeah. stamp that that is what it is. Even though you probably are right, it's just like that's leave that to the doctors. Yeah, so they get advice, um, and the people you can see. Let's let's just list those off. Mm. Um, we've got physios, yeah, uh, chiropractors, <laughs> yeah, see them, <laughs> um, osteopaths, yeah, see them. Uh, I see them all. <laughs> yeah. They're like the main ones you'll kind of go to to yeah. kind of get assessed, yeah. Um, okay, so you get, um, they tell you what your injury is, mm-hmm. and then I think what's important to do is you make a plan going forward. So yeah. you can recover from injuries, you know. Sometimes they might be a long-term injury mm. that you then may have to manage. So yeah. I know people that have blown their collarbone, mm. and now they have to manage certain movements. I yeah. know people that have, um, you know, and if you, I know some people that have blown their back out like, properly, yeah. And that's like, well, that's it's you know, it's not fine, but it has to be fine because well, you have to get it's, with it's your life. It's happened. It's like, right, this it happens. Is, yeah. This has happened. What are you going to do about it? And um, you know, obviously, there will be things like you know, elements of it. It's like rehabilitation. There'll be pain yeah. management, um, but it's the willingness to change as well. Because uh, yeah. we know this as well that. Um, sometimes these issues come from a, either a lifestyle um, or a, a way of training. You know, a, a lot of my injuries, I could probably put my hands up and say that's probably a lot from excessive weight training, a lot of heavy yeah. loads. Now, could do I keep doing that style of training? No, you know, what I mean, I I have to go right. There has to be a different way. Can I get similar results from doing something different that actually be beneficial to me? 
yeah, you know, there's always uh, you know ways to skin a cat. So and, and that makes you a better trainer, right? Yeah. Like not just as a personal trainer, but as, as someone who trains themselves. Mm. You're like, right, I'm going to explore other avenues of training and yeah. learn and expand my exercise library and and exactly. learn new stuff. Yeah, and um, I think you're right with all of that. And so once you've kind of you know what it is, it's about managing it. It's yep. about getting a positive spin, and a lot of it's a management of pain, mm. and it and it it will go away. And but you sometimes it won't go away on its own. Yeah, I, I feel that's that's what a lot of people like try to fingers crossed that if they just rest it, it will go away, and they're not proactive about you know addressing the issue. Yeah, and rest is there mostly to get down information, really, mm. isn't it? You know, get down the swelling off an area, and then after that, you know, your body needs to get strength again. Some your body needs to. And like I was about to say at the beginning, you know, when you've had a bit of time off training and you yeah. go and lift something, you realise how weak the human yeah, yeah. body is, and you realise how strong you were. And for me, for me, it's it's grip. That's the one thing I really notice. If I've had in, if I've had an injury, I've not been yeah. in the gym lifting weights. If I come back in, I can just feel grabbing the weights or a bar that something's off and different. You know? <laughs> but you you probably feel it like in peak season of rugby. I know I used to like, mm. you know, you start in September and be weak. You'll be, you know, you're going in for tackles. You're like, oh, cool. I've not tackled anything <laughs> for a while. Yeah, yeah. Then come come November, you're hard as nails. <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah. you could run into a bus. You'd probably be okay because. <laughs> you're just used to it your yeah. body can take it and it's amazing what your body can adapt to but when you've had a bit of time off training you get you get a bit fragile you get a bit weak and uh yeah so uh you realize that rest would do you so good but then you also you need to train and we're mm. going to talk about that now so um having a program having a like structured program and with that it comes um ways we move and there's like uh i like to say i like to say What's the fact is there's there's seven ways there's seven like um the seven movement patterns that mm. we should include in a pat in a program. So you've got horizontal push, that's everything overhead, so right, shoulder yeah, press, okay. single arm dumbbell press, all that good stuff. Horizon sorry, ver sorry, 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 vertical push, that's everything overhead. Cool, I'll count for you, that's one. Yeah. <laughs> vertical pull, that's everything that's coming down. Yeah. So that's pull ups or your lap pull down stuff. Cool. Horizontal push. Three. That's all your bench press, your dumbbell bench press, incline bench press, push-ups. Mm -hmm. Horizontal pull, mm -hmm. that's everything that's you're pulling four. towards your body. Yep. So that's uh, all your single arm rows, your seated rows, your face pulls, all that good stuff. Yep. Then you've got um, quad dominant. So that's everything so like where you kind extension. of... Leg extension, everything where you're bending your knees. So yep. squatting patterns, lunging patterns, uh, stepping up on stuff. Then you've got a uh, hinge dominant. Cool. So hinge dominant being deadlifting, uh, hip thrusts, yep. uh, single leg deadlifts, everything where you're hinging at the waist. And then you've kind of got core, yeah. you know, which is like your carries, your core, your rotation. So they're like the movement patterns. Mm -hmm. And then um, you've got your free planes of motion, yep. which are? Uh, sagittal, frontal, and transverse. There we go. That's That's like right. day one anatomy and like physiology, that. That's why he's a personal, that's why he's a master <laughs> trainer at Virgin Active. Um, so they're just the way you move, right? They're mm. the directions you yeah. move in. Um, so that's forward and back, side to side, and rotation. So when you write when you write a program, and you know we'll be doing this naturally, we're probably without thinking about it. We include the a lot of these within the program to make a balanced program. But 
it's quite easy to learn one way of training and stick to that, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's natural, isn't it? That once you get comfortable with something and you enjoy something, that's the way you're going to do it. Do you know what I mean? It's very hard for people yeah. to, to change out things or do things that they're not comfortable or don't like doing. Yeah, agree. Yeah, and it's like, and that's what I mean. Sometimes when you get injured, you actually open your mind to learning different ways of training and it actually mm. makes you a better trainer. Yeah. Because you're like, okay. I've never done this movement. I've never focused on single leg work. I never focused on. Well, I'll say that's the two work. more the two types of people. You know, when we say build character, because right. there will be the type of person that will go right. I got injured. What do I have to do to fix that? And then there will be the type of person that's right. I got injured. I'm going to carry on doing what I was doing beforehand. Right. So I'm going to ask you a personal question now. Like, what type of person are you? Uh, okay. <laughs> so, you know, and and I'm going to talk about you more than me. So, oh. uh, like I say, so you've had an injury, right? Mm -hmm. um, maybe let's talk about, I remember you had a knee injury before when you first started, yeah, when you got um, back in the rugby, I'd, didn't I'd, you? I'd say that I'm... Yeah, I, I'd probably say that I'm unfortunately quite guilty of falling into both categories, where right. I will... Um, so that knee injury, that obviously I used that time off to change all my training to do something I wanted to do, which is like, you know, sort of uh, going to more bodybuilding and oh, uh, yeah 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 and so i use that time really effectively but when i changed up my bodybuilding uh back to rugby um, i was still doing a lot of the bodybuilding work so uh, i was starting to then start you know suffer from neck shoulder lower back injuries and things like that and right because i was you know like a, a big in shape guy you know, I used to kid myself that I could get away with doing things without like warming up and, you know, oh yeah, you know, warm ups for, you know, for sissies sort of stuff. And, you know, yeah. and what happened to me was I went in um, late to a training session with an, uh, another trainer and uh, he'd already been warmed up and he started to deadlift. And I used to have like a fairly monster deadlift. And I remember that he was on around about like 150, 160 kilograms. Uh, I think my mm. one rep max was around about. 220 240 around about that time sort of floating around then and i was like yeah i'll just jump in now sort of thing and i remember not even being able to you know that bar probably didn't even make it up an inch off the ground before i felt something go in my back and i remember like mm. having to waddle over to like the rest area like rolled on the floors in pain yeah and i was out for months because of that and I, ever since then i've had some back issues and uh i've been trying to manage it um you've probably seen you know this actually um you you were there when the last time i really seriously did my back was um again turned up late <laughs> for training and uh i had all the equipment so i actually had to go and start setting everything up and oh is this for touch rugby yeah yeah so that was, was, yeah, yes, yeah and then um and then we you uh as you always do you'll do your full like you know uh warm-up routine and you'll yeah. get to whoever else is listening to jump in with you and then by the yeah. time i finished everything set everything up come running back and you're you guys are all warmed up and ready to play so i'm like right okay well okay i'm just going to jump in now and about five minutes into it i like i stepped somebody or i got stepped and i just moved in such an awkward way that my back just went and then yeah. uh, I had to like again wither onto the floor, like sort of army crawl off the pitch. <laughs> and then yeah, I remember I you, coming, yeah, you were standing over me, like, "What have you done now?" And then like trying to like roll me around and stretch me out. 
and again it's yeah. uh awful experience because again it just puts you out for time and you know um and but now like i will religiously ever since then i've just like right i don't care how long it's going to take me to warm up you the match could have started if i'm not warmed up i'm i'm not getting on i'm not going to risk it now there's a there's a um a part of risk management now it's like is it worth me you know going out to the pitch and then i'm not quite ready to to start no no, i'm i'm going to take care of myself first but let's look at that then so Mm. what you could have done was let that you could just say my back is not good enough to play rugby because yeah. that was years ago. Yeah, that was yeah. at least two seasons ago, wasn't it? You could have said, my back's not good enough to play rugby and chucked rugby in the pan. But instead, you focus yeah, on prehab. You focus, play, yeah. <laughs> you focus on prehab and rehabbing yeah. yourself within your sessions. And now you have a routine to manage your back pain so it doesn't yeah. hurt. So then you can then play. But like I said, so there's two mindsets there. You either give up or you manage the pain. And then you kind of rehabbed yourself back, prehabbed mm-hmm. yourself back and um, well, I, I did i did quite a few things uh, i i started seeking yeah. out more help um because mm-hmm. i was seeing a physio beforehand but i started to broaden my horizons uh, a little, little bit more about kind of like i'll try anything and everything sort of approach and i start seeing a chiropractor as well someone to help me adjust my my joints yeah. um a guy called dr joe works at backspace in clapham little shout out there um he even introduced me to acupuncture and i was always oh, very yeah. s- cynical about stuff like that but um obviously once you have it done and you, you see the effects and the relief that it gives you you're like you instantly sold um start trying um using cbd as well it's like just to help my muscles and bodies mm-hmm. relax um just to kind of help out with you know sort of allowing your nervous system to, to calm down a little bit after like training um you know i'm still guilty of you know like if i get some aches and sores i'll jump straight onto the ibuprofen and you know Mm-hmm. Uh, you 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 know me like if before pre-match it's a bit of a ritual that I'll open up a new box of ibuprofen I'll be like <laughs> uh, munching away on those things um, but it's, there is a there is an element of like right I've got to I've got this thing I've got to manage it I've got to do pain management but that's that's not the end of it and I, that's what I see a lot of people do a lot of people just try and manage the pain and sort of get through it but it has to be the rehabilitation and the strengthening side of things. And that yeah. is where you've, you've got to be that guy in the gym that brings in the resistance band and does all his crab walks. And, you know, yeah. you've got to do those, uh, those clams and all, all, all the stuff that you might not think you, you, you'd ever be ending up doing, but you suddenly you start again, seeing the benefits of it and you start seeing the results of, um, of these things. So you're like, Oh, right. Okay. So, so yeah. you're finding, basically you're finding your weaknesses and yeah. spending time, on your weaknesses not just hitting strength 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 which is it right yeah so, it's, it, and again it's it's not always the things that you want to do it's the things that you have to do you know that makes yeah. a difference so yeah and like uh and then you can play rugby like you know and you know you decided yeah i felt, I felt great for. on um we had our first game back the other day the only thing that i felt was my groin was about to explode <laughs> that's because yeah. i've not done any kind of you know frontal movement anything side uh, side to side uh but i you know i took my time warming up i um yeah i was i was very gassed out obviously i haven't been sprinting in a little while but mm-hmm. um i found that 
while everybody else is complaining about the knees and their backs, the only thing that I was a little bit sore about was my feet, just because they're probably not conditioned to twisting and turning, you know, in, in yeah. my studs, you know, so. Studs uh, on a hard ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, it's very tough ground. Uh, so yeah, I came out of that really happy with myself. I came out and going like, yeah. right, my my whole goal of, of getting back into training was not to get injured, you know, or not to have yeah. any kind of worries. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's a good example. You know, injuries just happen, right? Injuries yeah, yeah. happen. They ha they happen at the top level. Um, Usain Bolt pulled his hamstring in a two hundred mm. meter relay in the Olympics. Uh, rugby people get injured all the time. Yeah, you get uh, you get people that do. Um, you know, you get Olympic lifters that turn up to the world stage and then do yeah. something silly, and it's just like it just it just can happen. Uh, but all you can do is best prepare yourself mm -hmm. make your body as strong as you can and look after yourself in the preparation to kind of so you don't get injured and if injuries do come then they might just be a niggle that you could iron out but if it's a ser serious injury like when you did your back then that's like something you, you then manage yeah and then you're stronger from it if you didn't look after your back if you gave up training and didn't go to approach you did you might be in quite a dark place right now yeah you, you do see that we see live that on... with people that we know like where there's now that kind of hesitation you know from doing any right. kind of anything activity you know oh i can't hit that ruck or i can't make that tackle as you know they're just not they don't hit as hard they're not as as sharp as they were you know it's and it's, it's a really sad state of affairs that and you can't blame them because there is that slight yeah. fear that that it's going to cause them all this anguish not just physically but emotionally you know what i mean once you're out of you know, nothing worse than you know uh, ending a season at the start of it yeah you know i mean <laughs> yeah but then with that you know uh, mm. not just to make this podcast about rugby it's just something we can relate to but there'll be people that go straight into season yeah straight sprinting and pull their hamstring it's yeah, like yeah. Right, was that an unlucky injury because you know you just sprint or was that you know maybe because you've not done any mobility you've not done any sprinting you, you're not conditioned to sprint right now and then yeah. that's just made it, it can be like you know, a combination that, of all of those things exactly and uh it can be right so all you can do is do your best to take care of yourself so let's talk about that yeah how can you take care of yourself so you know me i love a bit of mobility <laughs> um i stretch all the time i um, yeah, you love your foam roller I remember a time that we went, uh, where were we? Oh, was it Switzerland? And you, <laughs> oh, uh, we, we went on a rugby plane. Tour. Yeah, and then you, you busted out the foam roller in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, what's this guy doing? That's because I was in an absolute mess of a state <laughs> after, after a tournament of rugby. Um, yeah, so I love a bit of mobility. So my like day-to-day -day routine is mm. I, I, have a, I have a roll mat next to my bed. I roll it out. I put... I wake up, I put the coffee on, I'll grab a pint of water, coffee, yeah. I'll put the news on, and then I'll just go through a mobility flow for about 15 minutes, nice. 20 minutes, holding different positions, having a coffee. Do I need to do that every day? No, of course I don't. But by mm. doing that, I release tension in certain bits that I know are holding yeah, tension. Yeah. And for me, it's just a great way to open up my body. And like I say, I, if you're, you know, do I need to do that before I jump on the bike? No, I can just jump on the bike, warm up. But does I it like. To... Yeah, you know I mean, is it? It's one of those questions, isn't it? It's like it's it's better than nothing, isn't it? Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. I, there are there are studies and statistics out there that will show you that um, 
you know, there isn't a correlation between warming up and stretching uh, and injury. They've, you know, there's been studies um, with, remember a big study with uh, cross-country runners, and they found that there was no difference between people that did warm up people that didn't warm up with injuries. What they did find though is the people that were the most infrequent with their warming up. So if you dibbled or you dabbled in like, oh, I'm a bit stretching here today. And you know, it's the infrequency of your, of your movements. Yeah. If you know, so it's that like, it's like, like if you want to stay nice, loose and limber for your exercise, cool, awesome. Um, you know, that's what you do. And you keep that in your routine, your structure like me and you do. But if you don't want to stretch and you don't want to be nice, loose and limber, um, cool, awesome, that's, uh, but and you can take that risk. But yeah. why bother? Why bother taking the risk? You yeah. know what I mean? That's the thing and, I don't get. And, and like, uh, with like being loose and limber, like, it's sometimes I really struggle to see it from other people's point of view because mm. like, I'm, I'm always trying to see it as, oh, you know, I think we talk about, we use the word performance too much, you know, and, like tracking and sport training training for sport and all that good stuff yeah but like you know so we like we do that so then it will then translate to our sport translate to the gym yeah and like the, the way we move you that's know, our we purpose know when, isn't it behind our training yeah and but then there'll be people that you know don't really do anything and like say like you know with shoulder stuff right yeah you know if you've had if you've had a year off uh if you've had a lifetime of benching yeah you might be a bit tight through here and then you can loosen up. But then some people just type for there because they've never, they're not only never trained, they're just, yeah. they're just type for there. You see it like all the time with hamstrings, right? You, people can't touch their knees, never mind <laughs> touch the floor. Yeah. And, and it's just like, okay, well, if you was, you know, is that going like to lead to, I like is that going to lead to, you do the hamstring yeah. test, you know, where they have to get to 90 degrees and they'll get it yeah. to like there. And they're like, where am I meant to get it to? And you'll be like, the, yeah. you've got the stick standing next to them. It's like, like you see this right yeah. angle that we're we're at that's where i want you to get to and you're like well if you're not going to get there and all of a sudden in a few months time your back goes could it be because you've got no mobility across mm. your posterior chain maybe you know <laughs> so i think so so like with mobility and when you when you get when you see a baby squat that's like the biggest one right a baby squat a, i can't a baby, say i've seen many babies you know working out but uh <laughs> no but if uh, you see it all the time on like um, like Squat University and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, which is an Instagram page, you'll see a baby picking up this toy car in a perfect squat, not mm. a single knot in his body. But throughout life, we develop knots and, and tightness mm. just because of the way we sit, we walk, we um, the way we've grown. And they're basically deficiencies that we've built over time. Yeah. And we, we, we're not born with them. Uh, we've developed them. And sometimes it, you you then get 30 and those deficiencies start mm. to catch up with you so like for me a bit of mobility every morning just makes my body feels absolutely great yeah and then, i noticed the difference as well if i've had like a sort of a bit of a bum week where you know something's just overtaken like say this week as well you I, i've for the first start of it i've just been cracking on with uni i've had an essay to hand in today and I was I was a bit ahead of it, and then something happened where I sort of like misread uh, some information, had to kind of re go through it. Cool, awesome, right? That's now taken up a few days of work now. So I was like, right, I have not run or I have not stretched properly since Saturday where we played, and I yeah. can instantly feel the difference in my body that I've done something really rigorous, 
and I've not done the follow up in the last few days that I would normally yeah. would. And it makes you, yeah, it makes you feel old. Yeah, and you feel, yeah, yeah. I mean, is, is that okay? Yeah, but if you don't, yeah. you know, you've got three more days before you're playing again. If you don't make yeah, yeah. a change, and then you get so, injured on Saturday, what was the reason you got injured? Yeah. Was it because you did on Saturday? Or was it the build up? And the, it, it will be the, uh, and, and I'd have no one to blame really, for, but myself. So I yeah. know that come what's today, Wednesday. Um, yeah. I'm going to be on it tomorrow, and it won't be like the big, like big run. It won't be like you know the long, uh, like 10k or something like that. It will be like right. I'm going to spend half an hour, an hour, doing like a kind of lots of flow movements, lots you know like yeah. child pose, downward dog jazz, you know lots of um, yeah. you know hamstrings, hip flexor work. You know I I will be making sure that my body is as loose as possible. I might do some cardio, but you know it's it's not that's probably not in the forefront of my mind necessary right now. It's yeah. like I can go to training and be slow as I can I can go and be happy that I blow out after five minutes. What I'm not going to be happy about is me turning up and then doing something, pulling a hamstring, or more likely doing something to my lower back. So it's you know people always complain about time not having a time mm. to do it, but. I, I don't have the time to do it, but yeah. I watch the news and I'm having yeah. a coffee. So whilst I do that, I have a stretch. Yeah, instead of just the, on my sofa. Yeah, five ten minutes. Everyone can find it. Like it, and yeah. it's one of these things that I, I, you know, I've just been guilty saying that. It's like, hey, I got massively distracted last few days, and I've not and you know, spent just twenty minutes, half an hour doing it. But like we said beforehand, it's you know when you can get blown off track by things like that. It's like okay, cool, right? You, that's happened don't dwell in the past what are you going to do about it yeah. now and it's, it's just yeah. coming up with that game plan of getting back on course and back on track there's always going to be this journey from a to b and it's always going to go you know zigzag it's never going to be a perfect line but uh can you get back on the path that's the right that's yeah that's the always yeah. question so yeah so like you know just just the final topic we're going to talk about is taking care of yourself so then yeah i mm. focus on mobility every morning and putting that in then as you said about warming up that's huge yeah. to me you know I'm a big fan that warming up and prepping for the session is more important than actually cooling down from the session. I would say, like getting ready yeah, to yeah, go yeah. into I, the session same. is. It's, if, if you missed a cool down, okay, yeah, you know that's you're yeah, going to get doms a bit, maybe a bit sore yeah. next day, a bit more. But um, it's all about the warming well, up and the preps. The and they're like my two. Yeah, I feel like the warm up sort of almost negates that a little bit in a way. It's just like yeah. if if I come in and I didn't cool down yesterday, yeah, I'm going to be a little bit tighter just means i have to warm up more you know what i mean yeah yeah exactly so like uh warming up and then uh challenging your weaknesses so mm. as as part of the prep you know focus a bit more mobility have a warm-up and then focus on your weaknesses that's when you do all your banded face pulls that's when you yeah. do your i get all that jazz you do all, out your way straight with the band. away and it, like yeah you, you do all your glute walks you do all your mm. any type of um Anything you don't want to do, you stick that in the warm up. Yeah, I tell people that. Done, if yeah. there is something yeah. that you do not like doing, but you know you should do, do it right at the beginning of your workout. So, yeah. you know, identify a weakness. If that is something silly, like, you know, I know most people don't like doing legs and stuff like that. Like, you know, some people just find it's not necessary. Mm -hmm. But I, I was like that, you know what I mean? And I was just like, all right, okay, how am I going to get over this? And it's like, well, if I do legs every day, then I won't have to do like, you know, dedicated leg day. So I'd always yeah. do a hundred lunges in my warm up, and then my legs got 
tonk because of it. <laughs> still are, yeah, still yeah. got a bit of a booty from it. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is your nickname. <laughs> a one-off. Yeah, so, yeah, so as part of, like, the final part of section, take care of yourself. Mm. You, you need to focus on mobility. Um, how, you know, look at your warm-up, look at your activation and fixing your weaknesses. They're, yeah. like, the three main bits that you can do. And, you know, it is, once again, a lot of this podcast is about taking responsibility for yourself. Yeah. And, you, and like, we're, we're no, adults, sure. you know. Um, we're grown-ups now. Everyone listening to this for, yeah. 30s <laughs> podcast is, whether you like it or not, is a grown-up. So, if you get injured, it's probably your fault. So, what you can do <laughs> your is try to protect yourself. And, you know, accidents happen. Mm. So, but what we can do is just prep our body the best we can. Right, Adam. Yeah. Um, so, I think that I mean takeaway well the main takeaway points of this is it's got to be look after yourself with the three points i've said or look at your mobility look at your warm-up mm. work on your weaknesses that's like one big takeaway point the next one is stay positive yep um injuries happen f- through life through sport through training they through accidents they do happen but all you can do is stay positive and get over it because mm. you just gotta and then i think the third final um point could be you know just i don't know like uh <laughs> what would be a final point right, if, <laughs> if, if i if i was to give uh a, a jerry springer's <laughs> final thought here in, in three parts um yeah. <laughs> it'd be that you need to look after yourself and you need to be a bit of a grown up about it you know uh, long gone other days that you could rock into the gym about warm up and get away with it um if you yeah. do get injured seek professional advice and then it's the steady climb of management so and it's not and and by management i mean it's not the rest it up it's the you've got to be very proactive about fixing any kind of imbalance or any kind of um weakness in your body be that by core or you know so as said some sort of like in imbalance in legs or you know um and be really open about it be really open about um what you can do with it you know if you're tight and you're inflexible and you're a big guy you know, go go do a pilates class you might actually learn something from it um yeah. i know that's where i've learned all my flow from i went to start going to pilates yeah. classes i'm the only bloke in there but hey <laughs> yeah. and then, um am i the stiffest guy in there well i'm the only guy but am i the stiffest person <laughs> in there yep um but yeah yeah you know, it's, it's that thing it's just you got to just get over some of those things you just got to go right cool yeah uh, I, i'm i'm doing something about it yeah my third final point was take responsibility that was it yeah, I, so. <laughs> I went through it in my head i just couldn't do it. look after yourself um, take responsibility and uh take responsibility twice <laughs> Oh well, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> it's a very professional podcast. Um, take responsibility. Oh, take your, responsibility. Take responsibility. Just your training, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, um, Adam. Quick, do you want to quickly tell us about your next podcast, and then I'll tell us about what's coming on next oh, week. Oh yeah, I'll do my quick plug. Uh, if you like listening to me, but not about exercise, uh, come check me out on the Adam Craig's podcast. It's where I do a guilty pleasure movie review with my good friend and screenwriter craig busek and we are on all the major podcast networks so we're on spotify itunes and google and if you want to follow us on social media you can find us at adam kent on instagram twitter and facebook very good right so next week episode 
next week's episode is season two, episode six, the final mm-hmm. episode in this season. The final frontier. And we're going to take a harsh look at ourselves. <laughs> so Hold we're going to look up. at twi- 2021 so far. Yeah. Look in the mirror. How are we doing? Oh, it's not going to be uh, a good we're, look. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 you know, we're 25% through the year. Yeah, you know, it's crazy to think like that. The gyms are open. Life's mm. changing from next week. You know, what's going to be your plan going forward? And, you know, look at what's happened and what's your plan going forward? And we're going to dive into that harsh reality next next week. So it'll be a cool episode. And the final episode of this season, which is insane. These go so quickly. Okay, right. Thanks uh, for listening, everybody. Um, thanks for being on, Adam, as no always. Worries. And I'll see everybody next week. Cool. See ya.